Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Ask tea, laminade, or Arnold Palmer. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. I don't know what Arnold Palmer sounds like. Arnold Palmer. No, Arnold it's Palmer. Palmer. That. Hey, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Hey. Hey, Ma, can I have a cookie? <laughs> no dice. This ain't I'm, over. I'm going to patrol the streets with iced tea, lemonade, and Arnold Palmer's. Now I'm in Los Angeles. I'll get you, Jeff Goldblum. Welcome to We Got This with Mark and Hal. The show that settles the debates nobody else will touch. And this one, you don't want to touch it because it'll make your hands wet. Yeah, no, you don't want to touch it. You want to drink it. You want to, you just want, you want to touch it with your mouth parts and your inside parts. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you want to touch it with. We are talking today, of course, about iced tea, lemonade, and the combination of the two, the Arnold Palmer. Hal, you've been a lemonade guy for as long as I've known you. Are you an iced tea guy at all? You know, I've tried iced tea quite a few times. Yeah. And every time I try it, I'm like, I'm coming back. I'm going to try it again. Yeah. And I remember, I'll give you, this is my relationship with iced tea. This is, this quick story will give you the best relationship possible that I have with it. Okay. When I was 14 or 15 years old, my father and I joined his friend and one of his friend's sons, and we took his friend's 27 foot sailboat, which was in Margate, mm-hmm. New Jersey. And then we sailed it around to, I believe, Delaware, wherever it would be dry docked for the winter months. So it was the seasons and, and it was like no wind for the sailboats. We were barely moving green flies everywhere. It was still great. Still like great uh-huh. fun. I lo- I'm just picturing you sitting out with a sailboat with no wind and just going, Welp. Well, this is hot. <laughs> what are green flies? <laughs> green flies are flies that bite you. Oh, and they, they're not like mosquito bites. They're like, like you did something to those green flies family and. They should call them biting pay. flies. Like, give it, they put should. some warning in there. Green fly sounds like, oh, I bet this is a beautiful insect that I've never seen before. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a great thing for the environment to have more green yeah, flies. Green flies. No. Exactly. Green no. flies bite your ankles. <laughs> like really want to bite your They're ankles. They're flies. Why are they biting your ankles? Your ankles should be bitten by, uh, green ground, green crawlies. Yeah. They should be. But these flies are like, you think when, when they go high, we go low and they go into the yeah. ankles. And Ooh. chomp, chomp, chomp. And it's itchy. It's not, it's not pleasant. So we get to our final destination and I'm so thirsty just cause it had been a hot day. Like we still stopped yeah. places. Like, I didn't go three days without drinking, but I was so thirsty. The only thing I could get was a bottle of Lipton iced tea. Yeah. And I took a sip of it and I was like, nope, <laughs> maybe I'd rather be thirsty. Wow. Really? And I kept trying to drink it. I think there's like a bitterness to tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, tea in its many forms, I've never really gotten into. It's either too weak 
or too strong or a little too bitter and I have to yeah. add stuff to it. You know, I'll take it if I have to for my throat, but I appreciate iced tea. I wouldn't say iced tea is not going to win because I don't like it. I just right. personally, I don't enjoy it. You're an iced tea drinker. You're I am an iced tea drinker. I like iced tea a lot. Uh, have your iced tea experiences though, aside from that one, been mostly bottled factory made iced tea because i think there's a big difference and we can get into this at some point in this episode i'm sure about the difference between store-bought and homemade both lemonade and iced tea so my relationship with iced tea is from homemade iced tea mostly uh or at least like restaurant brewed you know if working in many restaurants i've never worked in a restaurant where the iced tea comes out of the tap there's a big brewing urn where you yeah. cra- it's it's like making coffee you know you crack it open in the morning and you're actually brewing the iced tea there or as we did it growing up we had my mom had a glass pitcher that we used she would fill it up with lipton bags cuz she was always about the lipton that was the iced mm-hmm. tea of choice growing sure. up and she would either do it on the stove or my favorite version was when in the summertime you would just put the bags in the pitcher of water and just set it out in the sun and have sun tea and i love me some sun tea yeah my mother was also a young adult in the 1970s and then an adult in the 80s so the sun tea was very like we had the sun tea pitcher so my mother was very into tea and now jennifer will make tea on the stovetop yeah she'll make it and then put it into a pitcher see she's got to make good tea she's a southern she is a southern er like sure yes does she do it really sweet she likes a sweet tea. She'll get a nice tea at a restaurant and put sugar into it. Yeah. To sweeten it up. Well, th- that's because she's buying them at restaurants in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and not in the South. Because in the South, you have to, in, in LA, you have to say, I'd like a sweet tea if you want a sweet tea. In the South, you have to say, I want an unsweetened tea if you want an unsweetened tea. Because the defaults are different. As I'm sure many of the listeners of this podcast already knew, I just wasted nine seconds of their time. <laughs> I'm sure I've told this story before. If I haven't. Tell it again. Yeah, judging by the people who How, like, at this point, the show is just mansplaining and stories we've already told. Let's go. Just two, two men advancing in age going, have I told this story? <laughs> i tell it again. One of the bridal showers that Jennifer had was in her hometown in North Florida, mm-hmm. in like an hour south of Georgia. That's the only version I will say in public of where she is, but it's deep yeah. south. And... One of the gifts we received, I was there with her, was a tea pitcher. It was a tea pitcher mm-hmm. with a little plate for it to sit on. And Ooh. Jennifer was very appreciative. You know, you you say something for every gift you're given at an event like mm-hmm. that, at any event. And she said, oh, this is wonderful for we can make our own sweet tea because there isn't really sweet tea out in Los Angeles. And at least five women at the same time in the same pitch and timber said, y'all don't have sweet tea. <laughs> like, yeah, full vocal range up to the top. Oh, tea? yeah. You've never I don't think you've told that story on this show. OK, well, you've heard it before because we've known each other for a long time. We've but. known each other for a long time. But that is uh, yeah, that's the correct answer in the South. Mm-hmm. We in the South, there is a chicken place called Miss Winners. This is the if you are buying store bought sweet tea in the South. This is the only acceptable version. Mm-hmm. Do not look. Yes, there was Nest Tea back in the day. And we would always, when they were advertising in the 80s, uh, the Nest Tea Plunge, where somebody sure. would fall backwards into a swimming pool. So as kids in the 80s, we would always take the Nest Tea Plunge, which was to just fall backwards into the swimming pool while singing, take the Nest Tea, Nest Tea Plunge, take the Nest Tea Plunge. But by that time, you were already underwater. But no, you don't drink, you don't do the, uh, Arizona iced tea. You don't mm-hmm. do the, the, what was the one that you said you had at the beginning? I think it was a Lipton brisk. I think it was oh, a Lipton, Lipton like the, yeah, like the yeah. Lipton bottled iced teas. Uh, no, but the exception is the chicken joint, Mrs. Winners. 
you could go to Mrs. Winners and buy it by like the milk gallon. They looked like yeah, the milk gallon jugs. jugs. Sure. Full on gallon jugs of Mrs. Winners sweet tea. And it was, I don't know what the equivalent is in grams, but in one gallon of Mrs. Winners tea, it was a diabetes of sugar per uh, gallon. What? That's called a Brimley. There's yeah, a, a Brimley, Brimley of sugar. <laughs> the diabetes. I'm yeah. Wilford Brimley for Mrs. Winners chicken. <laughs> when I was a kid at our school and the summer program that was held at our school, all of the drinks came from a place called uh, Rosenberg's Dairy. Mm-hmm. And Rosenberg's Dairy, they had milk, obviously, but also sure. lemonade, fruit punch, iced tea, and orange drink. Okay. What happened is you could also buy those pretty exclusively at Wawa. And I think yeah. at some point Wawa bought Rosenberg's Deli. Because Which is why it's better than Sheets. Have- that's right. Exactly. They made the smart move and bought Rosenberg's Deli. I'm sure she had an offer on the table, lowball. But now when you go to Wawa. <laughs> any chance, Al, any opportunity. When you get that orange drink, and I'll get it when I go back, and, you know, the lemonade too, but that orange drink, when I drink it, I'm like, this is Rosenberg's. I remember this exact, like the the too much sugar, but mm-hmm. not too, too much sugar. Yeah. Every flavor of it is like, I've been drinking this since I was really little. Yeah. So it comes right back. But that was the iced tea that we had. So I I know I've had that as well. And it was always like later on when you were a counselor, Mm -hmm. you would do snack time and you would have a half gallon, one of the skinny jugs, and it would be iced tea and it would be lemonade. And the kids would choose and you would pour them. And some kids wanted the Arnold Palmer, which, of course, is named after the golfer who was the person who would ask for it in the first place. That was always how – he liked his drinks, especially mm-hmm. after a round of golf. Yeah. So I do have iced tea experience. I personally prefer lemonade in almost any form. Right. I do think that can be way too sweet. I think that's the the biggest mistake people make with lemonade is they make it so sweet that you lose anything that would let you identify it as lemon at some point. Yeah, it just becomes sugar water. You might as well just have Kool-Aid. I think you said just now that you would like lemonade in any form, pretty Mm -hmm. much. But Mm -hmm. I can tell you this, Hal Lublin, I don't think you would like lemonade in its original form. Mm -hmm. Yes, cue the music. Let's go to a clip for the history time moment of the show. (laughs) So lemonade was originally created in, there's a specific date that lemonade was born, and it is August 20th. 1630 in Paris. Oh, this is going to be terrible. It's not going to be terrible. There's only going to be one thing about it that you will not like. Cilantro? Nope. Close. Uh, Yeah, it's got cilantro in it. It tastes like soap. It tastes like dish soap. (laughs) No, not close at all. According to the Compagnie de Limonardiers, because... It began in Paris, August 20th, 1630, and it was so, uh, became so popular that the vendors incorporated and formed a union with that company name. Uh, but the original, and they would, by the way, they'd strap big tanks of lemonade to their backs, uh, and sell it as street vendors. Like drink Ghostbusters. Drink, they were drink Ghostbusters. They weren't afraid of no thirst. And they, if you had that thirst, they would shoot you with it. They visited the Palace of Versailles. They're like, where did these steps go? They go up. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> It was made with lemon juice, great, honey, delightful, sure, and sparkling water. Mm, And that's where we lost Hal, because he doesn't like the bubbles. Sometimes the soda machine fools you. Sometimes the drink machine at McDonald's is busted, and you ask for a high-C orange lava burst, 
and they just give you like, hey, here's something the Manhattan Project worked on, but they made a drink out of it. Put this in your mouth, sucker. By the way, your dad bought this McDonald's. He made us do this. Now, that story you have told on the show before of the time that your dad tricked you into drinking carbonation. You're still unpacking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to punish him for it until the end of time. Pretty great. But yeah, so that was when uh, lemonade was originally invented as a carbonated drink and uh, made perfect by Johann Schwepp shortly thereafter. Mm. It became a huge deal in the United States in 1870 after Lucy Ware, uh, wife of President Rutherford Hayes, convinced him to ban alcohol inside the White House. Mm, Lemonade Lucy. Yeah. So that was when uh, when it became popularized in the United States and lemonade led to the development of the juice extractor and drink storage containers with lids. So that's a nice little bonus for lemonade. It's almost like the space program that created all of the different things the space program created. The Rutherford Hayes official White House lemonade program created closable juice bottles. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure iced tea has a much deeper history because it does not really what iced tea does not. When was ice available? Would you want to drink iced tea in the middle of winter? Ice was invented in 1629, right before lemonade. They were like, what if we made tea out of this? And then it was iced tea. Wasn't iced tea. They didn't figure out, oh, we could just make tea and cool it. And so it was just this chunky, muddy drink. Gross. That then turned into a liquid, but it hadn't really been like made properly. So that led to the colander because you would have to put a colander over it to drink out of it. See, I, you're not the only one who knows history, Mark. I know a lot of facts about food. It's impressive, Hal. I got to say, I finally, you've done a little homework for an episode. Mm-hmm. No, the first version of iced tea, once ice was in any way readily available, was not made with black tea as it is now made with green tea. The magazine Housekeeping in Old Virginia published a recipe in 1879 by Marion Cabell Tyree. But lest you think that iced tea is only a Southern drink, five years later in 1884, Mary Lincoln, not that Mary Lincoln, the head of the Boston Cooking School printed her recipe for iced tea. And yes, both of these versions were sweetened iced tea. They each had two teaspoonfuls of sugar per glass of tea. Seems like very little considering now that a can of Coke or a bottle of Coke has, what, 25 teaspoons of sugar in it? Something crazy like that? Yeah. Um, so you're right, I think, to say that getting that balance is just right. That's true. So surprisingly, that's true. lemonade has an old tea has an ancient history, but lemonade has an older history than iced tea does. Because of the fact that ice wasn't really something that was widely available. Yeah. Until Doc Brown went back in time and invented that big machine to make one ice cube. Yeah. Thank God for the DeLorean. And now we all have iced tea and iced lemonade. And he went back to 1630 and was like, what if you carbonate it? (laughs) And Schwepp made a fortune. Of course, the last one of these to be invented was the Arnold Palmer, which came about in late 1960s Mm -hmm. uh, when Arnold Palmer was working on a place in Palm Springs, working on a golf course in Palm Springs, and ordered a iced tea with lemonade as he had done at home many times. And the woman at the adjacent table to him said, I'll have that Arnold Palmer drink. That is the story according to Arnold Palmer of how the Arnold Palmer was invented. Now, here's a question for you, Hal. Mm -hmm. According to... Chef Arnold Palmer himself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the correct ratio of iced tea to lemonade is? 
I would guess it is two thirds lemonade and one third iced tea. That is close. It is three quarters iced tea, one quarter lemonade. So that is, not only is it incorrect, but I have the proportions flipped. You have the proportions flipped. Oh wait, or you not. said you said three parts tea, three parts lemonade, or two parts no, lemonade, I said one part tea. Two thirds lemonade, one third. So like if it's oh yeah no no it's the reverse yeah 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 seventy five percent tea twenty five percent lemonade if you do it yeah the other way it's called a half and half of course uh, there's a Winnie Palmer and a Winnie Palmer is when you do it with sweet tea Arnold Palmer did it with unsweetened tea and then of course there's the subversive vodka version the alcoholic version which is called a John Daly uh, so. oh god. Well, now we know how all three were made. We know yeah. where they were born. Let's take a break. Great. When we come back, we'll get into it and we'll make a decision between these three drinks. In the meantime, this show happens each week because of the support of Max Fund members who have a recurring monthly contribution as part of their membership that come our way. What we're going to do is let you listen to another couple of shows on our fine network that you might consider supporting when the next Max Fund drive comes around. That sounds great. We'll be right back. If you have trouble falling asleep, try sleeping with celebrities. Tell me about your view of, of succulents. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. It's a different kind of sleep podcast. There are some real benefits to parking illegally. Featuring remarkable guests and unremarkable topics. There's two Orlando airports. From the creator of Depression Mode with John Moe, it's sleeping with celebrities. Every week on Maximum Fun. Nighty night, sleepyheads. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and Frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy brothers every week? For my brother, my brother, and me. All right, we've gone to the past. Now let's talk about the present. Yeah. How do you want to decide? Because I'm sitting here thinking while you're talking, because I'm waiting to talk about how you're not a listener. You're more of a wait to talk kind of guy. Sorry, what? (laughs) No, I I remember that that cutscene from Pulp Fiction. (laughs) I keep thinking, like, well, what would one of the criteria be how many different flavors there are of each i mean i don't think the arnold palmer is going to win i think the arnold Mm. palmer is like it feels intellectually dishonest to choose it because it's kind of like well it's kind of a lemonade it's kind of a nice tea no we're gonna choose between the two refreshing summer drinks those cool refreshing drinks yeah i was thinking like well there's so many different types of iced tea yeah Yeah. i think iced tea has the benefit of variety but then i thought there are also a lot of different kinds of lemonade. There's Do you have lemonade, a favorite? Lemonade. I like lemonade and pink lemonade. How you are with food touching, I am with drinks touching. Oh, really? I want just like I, one of my least favorite things in the world is flavored water. Mm-hmm. 
the reason why is water on its own is fine. It needs no flavoring. And when I drink it, I'm like, oh, this is like somebody gave me a little bit of watermelon, like like a proper like sweetened watermelon, like a blended watermelon, and then put a bunch of ice in it, and the ice melted. So you only get – you know what it's like when you have a drink and most of the ice in it has melted. You only have a little bit mm-hmm. of drink left. So it looks – you have this illusion of a filled glass of liquid. But when you sip it, it's just super weak. So because of that weakness, do you not like having a slice of lemon in a water like in a restaurant? No, I fish it out immediately and offer it to someone else. Fair. And and I will ask – I'm usually pretty specific because I don't know if I'm at a new restaurant. I'm like, may I have a water with no lemon, please? So I don't want to waste a lemon – Mm-hmm. a lemon wedge and put it on the table when somebody else could have it like that could be used somewhere no i also don't think when you get a glass of lemonade it should have lemon in it hey like like actual lemons yeah the lemon should be squeezed into the drink you don't need i don't need an like i don't want my ice cream with a shot glass of milk on the side like i know where it came from i get it like i don't need that fair okay or a steak with a calf well, you're not really an iced tea drinker, but I like an iced tea with a little bit of lemon in it. I won't yeah. do the whole wedge. I'll do a little bit, just a few drops to give it a little flavor. I don't like my iced tea to be too lemony, but so I see where you're coming from with that. But I understand also like lemon and iced tea. Part of the reason why somebody would even suggest this topic is that the two of them mm-hmm. go so well together. Yeah. That to say, give me three quarters of a glass of iced tea and then a quarter of a glass of lemon, it gives you a nice sweet drink. It gives you, instead of squeezing the lemon in it's like you've you've taken a pure form of it, a pure form of the drink that lemons give us, and added that yeah. to your iced tea. So it's- it does feel it feels like a tincture that you're at, like adding that. If if we're like an Arnold Palmer is basically yeah. an iced tea with a little bit of the homework of the squeezing a lemon into it already done. Yes, you know. Now we've talked a lot about iced tea as a refresher. I feel like we haven't talked about lemonade as a drink. Yeah. What I love about it, whether it's homemade all the way up to the most processed version, which I don't prefer as much, although I'll get a lemonade, like a Minute Maid lemonade from a drink machine, which is sugary kind of lemon flavored water. I would Mm. prefer a carton of it that still has the pulp in it. Yeah. Oh, you like a pulpy lemonade. I do like a pulpy lemonade. I hate a pulpy orange juice. Love a pulpy lemonade. I love a pulpy orange juice. I don't know that I've ever had a pulpy lemonade before. It's not homemade. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I prefer a homemade lemonade. Yeah. If it's made properly, it's very good. The problem, like a lot of the reason why I like a Minute Maid is I know consistently what it's going to taste like whenever mm. I get it at a restaurant. When they have their homemade lemonade, it's going to be, they're like, there's some trick to it that I, they I add. Guess... To, it's either too weak or too acidic. Like it's really hard to get the, the balance right. I think we like lemonade. a different balance ratio though. I think we like, we like, we like a different ratio of water to lemon. I prefer a pretty weak lemonade. Like Minute Maid lemonade to me tastes like I'm drinking a melted popsicle. Like it is too much, way too much. In fact, I got a a Minute Maid lemonade. I would get, uh, there you have the Arnold Palmer. The Mark Gagliardi is, uh, half lemonade, half water. Half Minute Maid, half water. For that, I think it makes total sense. If the syrup is off, yeah. Maybe more than any other drink, you notice it and it's Jarring. really bad. Yeah. It's re- I've had that too where I take a check and I'm like, no, that's too much. Well, that's like, that's what, that's what that version of citrus is. Lemonade, limeade, like all the others. It's like, Hey, you want an orange juice? You want a grapefruit juice? You want a glass of lemon juice? Oh, that's a glass of lemon juice sounds like a lot. You know what? You want a glass of lemonade? Like it's, if yeah. it's too strong, you make an aid instead of a juice. But when it's hot, 
when we moved mm-hmm. into our place, which is out in the part of Los Angeles where it's very hot in the summer, like we're throwing triple digits up on the reg yeah. to come inside from being out. Like if I go for a walk, which like I walk out, I'm like, this is great. I'm going to walk down the street. Then on the way back, I'm like melting into the pavement as I slog forward. But when I got in to have a cup of lemonade is so refreshing because you get a little hydration, you get some sweetness, you get a little bit of that kick that tartness that it's just like all around really refreshing. Mm -hmm. I like that or a water. Like those are the two things I want when I come in of the many things that I drink. Like if I'm coming in from the heat, that is what I want. Cause I know the way that lemonade in particular will hit is really nice. Cause it just activates so many different taste receptors Mm -hmm. and it's quenching your thirst. I do like the sweet and sour of lemonade. But again, I like it really mild. I like my lemonade really mild. For me, it's about, I'm an iced tea guy, more so generally speaking, but I'm also an unsweetened iced tea guy. And I'm an unsweetened iced tea guy who likes uh, variety within the iced tea. You know what I mean? Like I like a hibiscus iced tea or a dragon fruit iced tea. Some of the ones, like the ones they, the unsweetened ones, but they still have some flavor to them. You know what I'm talking about? But I also like just a regular iced tea with no sugar in it. You like any iced tea you would get at a Burke Williams pre-massage. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Give me that sweet, sweet, unsweetened Burke Williams. I'm about to get my shoulders rubbed for an hour. And don't you put those cucumbers in there. Hal told me he does not like fruit uh, invading his water. You give me those cucumbers and you put them on my eyes. Oh, God. Cucumber and mint and water. Oh, I love it. I really actually love it. It's not, but you, we've established you like weaker flavored drinks, which is, I'm a LaCroix guy too. Yeah. Which is good. I, that's, that all has its place. But for me, I, I drink it like, what are you trying to, what are we trying to accomplish here? Are we trying to make water refreshing? It already is. It already, and there are people I know who don't like, like, I can't drink plain water. It's got to have flavor. Like, come on. Maybe you haven't had the right, what are you drinking, Dasani or Aquafina? That's bad. That's bad. You could put 10 different waters in front of me. I would not be able to tell them apart. Oh, I would know. I would know some of them. See, but I know I, if I liked it. Kind of, I have to make it a, a, a confession here. Mm. I'm kind of one of those people that's like, water's boring. Like, it's rare that mm. unless it is brought to the table in a restaurant by default and continuously refilled, I'm going to order an iced tea. I'm going to order an unsweetened iced tea. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to order a Diet Coke because I don't want the sugar. But that's a, that, you know, that's part of it is the sugar content, which leads me to another thought. We talked a lot about flavor, which is a very subjective thing. Yeah. We have to look at this objectively. The point of this show, Hal, is we are objectively answering subjective questions. Yes. So what are some objective criteria that we can use for this? I'll throw out two. One that benefits iced tea and one that benefits lemonade. I'll start with the iced tea one. I can have as much iced tea as I want. Because if I'm drinking not sweet tea, we're not going to the South and getting sweet tea. I'm talking, I can have as much just brewed iced tea, unsweetened as I want because there's no sugar in it. Lemonade, I can't sit down and drink four glasses of lemonade or it'll be like drinking Mrs. Winner's uh, sweet tea. You know, I'll be bouncing off the walls. I won't be able to go to sleep or I'll sugar crash at some point. Unless it's a zero sugar. Unless it's a zero sugar. That's true. There are zero sugar. You can do zero sugar lemonade, yeah. which would just be stevia or aspartame or because I'm not I'm definitely not a fan of prepackaged lemonade. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can make it a lot of different ways. You could put a little honey in it. Like, you can control. If you're making it at home, Yeah, you you control the vertical. You control the horizontal. You can make it with as much or as little sugar as you want. Yeah. So so that one in particular, along with... A little agave? A little agave. I do like a little agave. You know what I like agave nectar on? Hmm. Pancakes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I think I like it better than maple syrup. As weird as that sounds. For a brief time, it was Mm -hmm. like... um, it's like a midlife crisis of eating where you're like, I think I, I think I like agave now. That's the midlife crisis of eating like agave. But then you wake up and go like, oh, I'm going to go back to my wife and get rid of this Porsche. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the, it's still not as wherever you're wandering to. Yeah. For agave, you're going to come back to maple syrup because maybe, maybe that's what it is. Better. Maybe, maybe I'm liking agave right now because I'm having my midlife crisis. Yeah. That could be what it is. That could be it. Wow, a mid- what a breakthrough. It's like, it's like a midlife crisis because you can go through it at any time. Sure. It's not, it's not the halfway point of your life, but it's the same concept of like, this feels so new and fresh. Like, who I'm the, now I'm yeah. the person who puts agave on their pancakes. Yeah. I'm getting a Miata. But then the next time you have like good maple syrup on there, you'll go, oh, this is way better. I find. Here's the thing though, Hal. I like garbage maple syrup. I have discovered this about That's myself. Fine too. I I've like tried too. good maple syrup. I have in my fridge because I bought it for, you know, probably for company, like the good grade B dark maple syrup. That's yeah. like from Canada, like official, like real. No, you know what? Give me some Aunt Jemima butter light. Yeah. Or log cabin, a good log cabin. Yeah. I like Anything the fake butter flavor. Through. Oh yeah. That's Give not maple syrup. That... That's just corn syrup with garbage in it. And it's great. Classic. Plastic squeezing bottles. Yeah. Those are perfectly good. Also, whatever they use at IHOP, whatever's in that container you can barely open anymore. Yeah. Is like, it's never, but this is where our difference comes in because I'm like, can you, there's not enough syrup here. I don't, you could. Oh, I'm a, I'm a thin layer. Yeah. You could bring me one of those giant paint buckets from Home Depot. I'll be like, you got another one of these just in case. (laughs) Man, there's another thing that I'm thinking about lemonade right now. Maybe part of my slight distaste for, not distaste, but my preference for tea comes from the fact that, uh, you remember like a decade ago when everybody was doing that dumb master cleanse? Uh huh. I oh. totally jumped on that bandwagon. So I was drinking every day. Yeah. All I was having all day was lemonade made with maple syrup and cayenne pepper in it. I did nothing but that. It's like the, now you have to smoke the whole pack of cigarettes so you don't smoke anymore. I had nothing but 10 days of that lemonade and the salt water flush every morning, which was a nightmare. But that's not lemonade's fault. Yeah. That is, and it's also not lemonade. That's also not lemonade. Lemon juice plus. Well, lemonade, the only, the only addition is. Whatever, cayenne. Cayenne. The only addition is cayenne. Otherwise it's lemonade. It's lemon juice, water, and a sweetener. Yeah, but I mean, you know I mean? Come on. is it really though? No, nah, I get it. It's not, it's nobody's going to go in a restaurant and order a master cleanse. They're, they're trying to clean you at like when I went to get my, when I went to get my colonoscopy and when I was getting ready for the prep, the doctor, mm-hmm. it was not like a, you know, there's a doctor I went to for this specific purpose. The doctor was like, it's important to be clean. I need you clean. You got to be clean. If you can't get clean, like, you know, that is one of those things that flushes you out to the point oh, yeah. that there's nothing left. And I look, man, I that. still think I want to use that video as some sort of zoom background. <laughs> I didn't so we can, so we can broadcast from inside your butt. I never got to see it, but uh, good news. Everybody it was clean. If you're Yay. over the age of 45, maybe get it done. Yeah. Just for the fun of it. Just for the fun of diet Coke. 
I do have one more actually that I thought of objectively for iced tea. You mentioned the variety, but I do think there are as many varieties of iced tea as there are varieties of tea. So I think there's a slight edge in that one. But the one that I think lemonade gets the edge with, and this could be a big edge that has nothing to do with flavor or any of that. No little kid scratched his entrepreneurial itch at a young age with an iced tea stand. But many times growing up, I would try to do it. I never had customers. Mm-hmm. I did. It. I knew kids in the neighborhood that did it. You did it. It feels uh-huh. like an American rite of passage to have a lemonade stand. As an adult, I have visited my friends who their kids have had their lemonade stands and it's very adorable to watch a little kid like make change and yeah. you know that that whole the process of commerce and a lemonade stand is one of those just delightful bits of I don't know if it's Americana specifically, but it feels like Americana that I the really enjoy. Drink of capitalism. Yeah, the the, the official drink of uh, juvenile capitalism. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't, it's hard to when you say you're doing it objectively, you can't take in flavor. Like, there's no flavor thing. You can't say it's too sweet because you, if you prefer homemade, yeah. you get to control exactly how it tastes. Yeah. I think that iced tea just feels like, um, a very adult, like the, that's the grown up's drink and lemonade kind of takes you back a little bit. Lemonade to me feels more like picnics, barbecues in the summertime. There's a specific season for it. I mean, they're both sort of, uh, preferential and yeah. warmer weather, but there's something culturally to lemonade that to me makes it feel a little more significant, like iced tea is there, but lemonade is, yeah, you make it for your stands. It's part of the summertime, the barbecue with lemonade and hot dogs and hamburgers. But the truth is, the truth behind that also is like anywhere lemonade is, iced tea is lurking around the corner. Yeah, for the adults. Yeah, I would still put my vote for lemonade in this one. Also because you can have a pulpy lemonade, but you can't have a pulpy iced tea. Like you don't want the remnants of the of yeah. the tea in there, but like you can go super pulpy, you can go super sugary. There's so many different versions of it that exist. You put a little grape juice in there and make a pink lemonade. Yeah, is that what makes a pink lemonade? Is grape juice? I know some of that. Sometimes that's part of it. I thought it was cranberry. That's what gave it the the pink. No, it's it's or uh, I thought it was pink lemons. They grind up a Care Bear and put it in there. Oh, nice! Right on. But one of the ones that's not on TV. There are a lot of them. You only see a few of them on TV. That's a whole, like, the clouds are really expansive. So there are a lot of bears. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't all get into the TV game. There's the Care Bears that do the Care Bears on Ice. There's the Care Bears that do the Care Bear National Tour. There's the Broadway Care Bears. It's not all just TV, guys. There's other jobs out there. Yeah, Cocaine Bear is a Care Bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his belly has a picture of a razor blade. His, what, he does the Care Bear Stare, a bunch of business ideas shoot out of his stomach. <laughs> Care Bear Stare. We should start a band. Yeah. <laughs> it's a um, headband, but for your elbow. But it plays music. Do you know your jawbone? Do you know your jawbone can conduct sound? But what if you just put your headphones on your jaw? Yeah. What if you wore like a face mask, but it plays music in there? Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Huh. Huh, hey, yeah. hey, we're talking about sharing. We're talking about sharing, okay? I'm sure, sure, great idea. Hey, no, 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 nah, sharing? not sharing great ideas. We're talking about sharing, sharing stuff. With other people. And no, not that stuff. <laughs> oh, my oh, heart feels like it's about to hibernate. All right. 
Yeah. You know what? I think I, I think you're right in this one because mm, mm-hmm. I think when, again, taking flavor aside from it and trying to look at it objectively, you know, the sentimentality that I carry within me. Sure. And it does feel like if I think about iced tea, I think about, oh yeah, I sit down in a restaurant and I order iced tea. Maybe I, I, it's so ubiquitous in my life. I have it so regularly. Lemonade feels more like a treat. Lemonade feels more like summertime. Lemonade is an evocative. If I think about lemonade, I just don't, I don't just think of lemonade. I think about fireflies. I think about summertime grass. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there are evocative things about it. But that said, I would like to, and it's rare that I will offer this up, but I would like to offer up a stipulation and a clarification and a narrowing in of our decision. I will say that. In the battle between iced tea and lemonade, uh-huh. the victor is homemade lemonade. Aside from the fact that I think most bottled prepackaged lemonade is garbage, homemade lemonade is the evocative made with love creation that I can get behind beating iced tea. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to necessarily limit it for people, but that's fine. Well, no, they can only have a homemade iced tea now. People and you know what? You can make it, you can make it a homemade version by just doing a couple of drops of that garbage minute made and then putting some water in it. That makes it technically your concoction. If that makes you sleep better at night. People of the world, minute maid's about to go out of business. Mark is making an enemy, a powerful enemy yeah. at that. But I got his back. It's fine. Thanks, the buddy. Two of us, there's no way minute maid can take on both of us at once. Yeah. Because we have declared Lemonade the winner here, but only Lemonade from home. So, everybody, ice, put your iced tea down, put your Arnold Palmer's down, because it's time for some Lemonade, that cool, refreshing drink. Asked and answered. Beyonce would be happy, Hal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She doesn't have an album called Iced Tea. No, she does not. Yeah. Is there a delightful restaurant that serves uh, seared ahi tuna and elote corn salad all over the Southern California area called iced tea? No, it's called lemonade and it's delicious. <laughs> Their lemonade is good. Yeah, I love that place. That is anyway, good lemonade right there. Asked and answered. Mm. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. By the way, who suggested this topic? This was suggested by EJ Salazar. EJ Salazar, old friend of the show. Thank you, EJ, for the suggestion. What a delightful topic. This is closed. Many more to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or share your refreshing summer drink stories in our Facebook group. And if you're going to join, I just want to put this out there because we do get requests to join. There are questions we asked for me to determine that you're a real person and you're not going to come in and invite people to like Netflix is hiring. I just I need to know you're a real person. Answer the questions. It's not that hard. Yeah. You'll be in right away. All you have to do is click on the pictures of the fire hydrants or the traffic lights. We just want to know you're a real person. Yeah, that's how it works. Go to Facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast to do that. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, whom you can support at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Thank you also to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And, of course, thank you to you, the people of the world. You're the reason that Hal and I sit down every week and record these episodes and have a great time chatting with one another. And 
uh, as I scroll through that we got this uh, Facebook group, I can see that you are a little bit sour, but mostly sweet. Just like Lemonade, our winner for today. Thanks to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. Don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this, this y'all. y'all. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.